grace and peace to you from God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I always knew my grandmother was Grandma Jean. I didn't know how to spell it at first, and I thought it started with a G, and I was kind of confused, but I figured it out eventually. And I knew she was Grandma Jean, and she had been Jean to all of her friends, to all of her family for all her life. But when I was a little older, I found out she was going through a whole legal process to make that her legal name. Because you see, the name my grandmother had been given at birth was Alma Ethel. The lovely name, Alma Ethel, but it was not my grandmother's name. It didn't fit her. It didn't sound like her. Her name was Jean. When she married my grandfather, she took his last name, and she loved being Mrs. Hewitt. She loved being his wife, Mrs. Jean Hewitt. Names have always been interesting to me, I think because my own name also has some history. My mom, Jean's granddaughter, she was named Catherine Kim when she was born. But you may know that she has never, ever gone by Catherine. If she comes and visits, she's always Kim. My mom has been Kim her whole life, and when she married, she changed her name, keeping her maiden name as her middle. She became Kim Hewitt Saunders. And then, some years later, she had a daughter, me. While she had never borne the name Catherine, she still liked it, and she chose to give it to me, her daughter. She changed the spelling to a spelling that's less common, actually. Nobody ever guesses my spelling of my name first. But it was a spelling that would, it turns out, fit me perfectly. I have always been Catherine. Never Katie, never Kathy, never Kitty, rarely ever Cat. My name is Catherine. Spelled in a somewhat unique way, but a way that fits me perfectly. When I married, I had already gotten a graduate degree under my maiden name and could not see myself losing it entirely. So I chose a slightly more difficult path and became Catherine Saunders Allen. My name doesn't fit in a lot of places. But it is mine, and it is beloved to me. It tells the story of who I am, my connection to my mother, my connection to my husband, even my connection to my grandmother, who rejected her first name and ended up beginning the process of naming me long before I was ever thought of. Names are important. What we call one another means something. Our names help us identify who we are. They fit us like a well-worn pair of jeans. And when they don't fit us, they feel uncomfortable. I can promise you, if someone called me Kitty, I would be very uncomfortable. Throughout our lives, our names may change. We may change to a shortening, a simplification, our middle name, 
change our last name, have a new nickname that fits us just right. But whatever those names are, they are important. They shape us. They help us see ourselves. They give us meaning and help us make meaning in our life. Names, as important as they are, are not the only words we use as labels for ourselves. We identify ourselves in many ways, and what words we choose say a lot about how we see ourselves. They say a lot about how we understand ourselves in the world. Our labels in relation to our families. I know the work of choosing your grandparent name when your first grandchild is born, or letting your ch grandchildren choose for you and turn getting named after a uh, Nepalese dumpling. That's a long story, but Momo is a, is a Nepalese dumpling and also a good name for grandma. Names with our friends, names with our coworkers, labels of what we do with our lives, whether in our work or in our free time. All of these labels matter. And we use words to label ourselves as people of faith, too. I grew up with a church and an understanding that the labels that were most important were the labels that called out our need for salvation. Sinner, depraved, fallen, a slave to sin, Martin Luther even called himself a worm. I, as a somewhat anxious child, took these words to heart, and I worried. Every time I came up to the communion altar, I remembered that Jesus died for me. That's a lot of weight to a young child. And I remembered that he was in pain, and he was sad, and it was me because of my sins, because I was a sinner. I knew to some extent that it was because of the whole world's sins, but it felt very personal to me. I was a sinner. When we spoke our confession and forgiveness, I worked hard to consider my sins, the reasons that I needed that forgiveness. But today, today it is the Christmas season. And today, specifically, eight days after Christmas, it is the day of the naming of Jesus. Jesus' parents took him on the eighth day, as all young Jewish families did with their children, their firstborn son especially, to be circumcised and be named, to be set apart for God. And they gave him not the name of Joseph, his earthly father, but the name Jesus, the name that the angel told Mary he was to be called. And Jesus went on to live, to teach, to heal, and eventually to die, and to be resurrected into new life. And in his birth, 
life, death and resurrection, we are all given new names. We are all given new identities. Because of Jesus, and in Jesus' names, we are now saints. That's what Paul called the churches when he wrote to them, all of the saints. We are now holy, set apart and made right with God. We are called God's children, adopted into the family so we can call God Father. We are blessed, blessed with God's presence and blessed with God's love. We have been crowned with glory and honor. I'm not saying we aren't still sinners. In this time we have, we are both. Still sinners even while we are saints. Still struggling even while we are held in our salvation. But I know from my own life and my own names that it is vital to our souls to know which names matter most, to know which titles will weigh more with God in all things. You are beloved children of God. On your best days and on your worst, that does not change. You are saints set apart for the work of God. You are blessed. Jesus received his first name when he was born, but he too was given many names, called many things. The angels announced that he would be the wonderful counselor, the prince of peace. We call Jesus the savior, our savior the Messiah, the Anointed One, the only one who could fulfill God's word. We call Jesus Emmanuel, God with us. Because of Jesus, because of his names and his titles, our names are changed irrevocably, always and for the better. I will always love my name, my first, middle, and two last names. But the names that I carry as a child of God, they are what are with me in the hardest times. They are what hold me when I struggle and what keep me at peace in this world. Remember your names, beloved children of God, Names that Jesus gives you, not because of your earning them, but because God loves you. And nothing, nothing can ever change that. Amen.